a blessing. What a worship. Look, if you're waiting for the message, you already missed it. Because the message wasn't a worship. The message was at the songs and the praise. Uh, the ones that are the families or if you're the first time here, you're going to hear a different type of English. Don't get scared. Please come back. Next Sunday, the pastor is going to be here. Okay? This English is, is mixed with Portuguese, mixed with Spanish, and I try to put everything on the blender and try to make English. And I put a little bit salsa right there, and then comes this English. But uh, I know that the Holy Spirit will translate for you everything I'm going to say today. If you understand, say I. Amen. You got an English. And uh, one thing that I want to share with you that I have been talking and asking questions this last past two weeks with the Lord. And it is nice when you ask questions, He asks questions to you back, and you never get the answer from Him until you don't answer the question that He asks you. I don't know if you had this conversation with God. So every time you ask questions to him, he will question you back. If you don't have an answer, he's not going to answer to you. That's why you need to have that conversation with God every single day. For you to have conversation with him, that means that you have to have a relationship. You're not going to talk with nobody that you don't have a relationship. You're not going to ask any question. You're not going to get an answer if you don't have relationship. So if you have a relationship with anybody, every question you ask, you're going to get an answer because you have that relationship. And, uh, and then that's what we want to, I want to push you forward today to this relationship with God. And uh, uh, that's question that I have been asking to the Lord. We are in the battle every single moment. But this last past two weeks, I have been asking God, why even if the church family, even the people who come in the church, Christian, and we are seeing the families being destroyed. Parents against kids, kids against parents, brother against sister, sister against brother. We have been seeing that, and then we are thinking that is a normal. Oh, is that everything now, right now, the teenagers, they think they pass through this time. That's is normal. Why they're acting like they act? And no, that's not a normal. And uh, as you think that is normal, what's happening with our family, the devil is there laughing on you and I, say, yes, I'm getting what I want, so I will keep destroying their families. So he want to destroy our relationship. So as you have a problem with the kids, with the family, or, or, or with the church, so the devil is dead and you are missing the time to spend time with God. And then you miss their relationship. And then when, like say, we're going to read here two verses that more than uh, some of you read for the whole Bible in, on the week. Just two verses. But if we don't have that relationship with God, and all the time we say, that you come here in the church not to make you a Christian. Go in on a McDonald's. Don't make you a hamburger. You're going to look like one, but 
It's a relationship. So we think that is normal. So every time when you hear the message or the preaching, why a lot of, uh, of us have been missing this? Because we come here on a Sunday or Wednesday or we hear sermon during the week. So we take that just as a message, just as a preaching. So as you do this, all your life, that's not going to work. The one thing that you have to work when you hear some, when you read the word of God, and you get to have as a tools to use in the different times of your life. If you don't have the word of God as a tools in your hand, you're not going to know when and how to use. You cannot, rule, you cannot change the interrupter current circuit, which you call switch. You cannot change the switch with a hammer. It's impossible. You cannot uh, change the, 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 the electrical device, what you call plugs, electrical device. You, 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 you cannot change that with a feather. Plug the chicken feather, go there, change the plug. You, you're not going to do that. Because different tools is supposed to use in different times. So every, every time you hear the word of God, you got to have this as a tool. And then, then you're going to use on different times. When your wife screams with you, uh, you you're going to use the word of God. When your husband keeps acting like he does every day, you're going to use the word of God. And, uh, but the God has word for us today. Say to the person there beside you, the God has word for us today. Tell to another person that they don't want to dare you tell them nothing. The God has a word for you. So, let's, 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 let's read Luke chapter 5, the Gospel of Luke chapter 5, verse 6. If you have an iPhone, iPad, swipe that. If you're not born again, you have Android. No, no, that, that's not true. Luke chapter 5, verse 6. And this time, their nets were so full of fish that they began to tear or break. A shout out for help brought their partners into other boats. And soon, the both boats were full, full of fish. And of the boat was almost sinking. But I want to tell you just read this. This is the disciples when the, the Jesus uh, met them for the first time. And they was catching nothing. You know the story. And Jesus said, hey guys, what are you doing? Oh, I'm fishing. What do you get? I, we got nothing. And just throw to the deep. So they went there. And... So let's open the Bible in John chapter 21. John chapter 21. And we're going to read. Verse number 11. Look, what we read in, number, uh, uh, in Luke chapter 5, after three years and a half, three and a half years, that's happening again. Look there. So Simon Peter went aboard to, and dragged their net, and the net was torn. So this time, the net hadn't torn. The net didn't break this time. Why the Holy Spirit could do three years before when they met Jesus and the net didn't break. 
And then three and a half years late, and they came back, and now the net did not break. We're going to compare that thing. We're going to make some analysis, and then we're going to focus on uh, uh, John 21. And uh, you just keep that, that Bible open. I know that you don't have a Bible, but if you have or if you don't have a Bible, sit down beside a Christian. He probably is going to have a Bible. But uh, see, it's the same Jesus, same word, and the same disciples with the different outcomes. Why the Holy Spirit have that record here and told John to make sure you write down this time the net didn't break. Same Jesus, same disciple, same words with a different outcome. So that's what we, we, we're going to do. And, and, and then Peter, after the, uh, Jesus died, and they was all confused and scared. They didn't pay attention on Jesus' instructions that Jesus said, I'm going to come back. And I'm going to resurrect. They didn't pay attention. And they didn't follow instructions. And I don't know if anybody here is hard to follow instructions. Don't look to your husband. So you, when we don't follow instructions, some things happen in our life. It's a lot of people have the consequence in their lives because they don't know how to follow instructions. And we have a program with the kids, with the leadership, that I send them. We go the just three days, in this survival training program. We don't do nothing else, just give an instruction. That is the hardest time on their life, that three days, because they have to follow instructions. Every time they break instructions, they break rules, have a consequence. So that's three days. And... Uh, you see, there is a breaking all the instructions. And uh, what's happening now, when Peter, he went back to that settings, the default settings. When Peter was there, he was there and confused. And then Peter said, I'm going to go fish. You know the story. The people who, the, the, the disciple was with him, said, we're going to go too. Look, Peter just was denied Jesus three times. And he was this fallen disciple. But when you leader, even when you don't want, people are going to follow you. Because you have that anointing. Peter said, I'm going to go and fish. They said, I'm going to go with you. They went back to do the same thing that they did three years before when they met Jesus. They, was, they went back to the default setting to do the same thing that they did. What they catch? Nothing. Because they went back to do what they was doing before they met Jesus. They catch nothing. That's a default setting. Default setting in your, in your phone, on your iPad, in your car computer, and uh, we, if something crashes, a virus, you got to go on the default setting, bring you back uh, to uh, how the factory did. So Peter went to the default setting, but uh, there was nothing there. And uh, today, if you try to go to your back, whatever you did before to you to meet Jesus, you're not going to get nothing. What Peter was doing. Why he went back. Because he was confused. 
this, his mindset was all turned down because Jesus just passed away. Jesus wasn't there. And, but what he forgot that when you're in distress, when you're in depressed, or when you're depressed, or, or whatever press you are, you forget the instruction that Jesus gave to you. And that's what Peter did. So I don't know, a lot of people, when they are hungry, they have one attitude. When they're sleepy, they have another attitude. You want to get, you, you want to know your brother and sister? Go in, here in the United States, you get a call before to visit somebody. But no, get in the morning, six in the morning, knock somebody. Hey, brother, I came here to have a breakfast. You're going to see her hair like that. She's going to be cussing you right there. You want to know somebody, just call them when they are tired. So these three days that we send the kids there, they have the attitude because they are hungry. When they are tired, I don't know if you hear about this, not here in this church, but when their kids acting up, what we say? Oh, they are tired. The kids hear that and say, okay, when I'm tired, I'm going to get attitude, I'm not going to get respect because they know that I'm tired. So every time they get attitude, say, Mama, I'm tired. Don't, don't. don't let your kids hear that because they're going to get attitude without consequence. My kids, if they tire not, attitude, I have five things for them to remember. Five things. One, two, three, four, five. I give them five reasons. What's the word remember is so important. The, 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 the thief there on the cross told Jesus, remember me when you're there in the paradise. When Jesus did the, 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 the last supper, what he said, remember me. Why this remember me is, is very important for the kids and for us. Look, remember me. Regroup. Reconstruction. Remember me. So other time I say, remember all the informations that a daddy gave to you. Remember. Put them together and act like you remember. Because you lost that membership of your, your attitude. So go get forget all the instructions. Remember them and bring back to you. So there is nothing back there when you, 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 you look at your, your, your life. There's nothing back when you look back. There's nothing back when you text back. There's nothing there when you speak back. There's nothing there when you Google back. There's nothing there when you swipe back. That is not there. We need to look and see what Philippians 3.13 said. I press towards and forward what the mark was for me. There is nothing back there. I look forward. So, so a lot of us have been depending more on God than depend on Jesus. Why? Because we are looking back in our life. A lot of people are stuck today because what's happened in the past, they got stuck right here. So we need to change our mindset. Doesn't have nothing back there where you came from. Is everything is new because right now you, you have a Jesus in your life. The same spirit 
that rose Jesus from the dead. He's not a clone. He's not a just equal. It's the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead. Is you have inside of you. The same Jesus. So that spirit rose Jesus from the dead. That spirit is going to take you from anything of your life. But you got to make sure. A lot of people say, well, why are you going through all this? Oh, because I'm overthinking. As you overthink, you never overcome nothing. Because you overthink. Don't overthink. Leave these doors today not overthinking, but just overcoming. Every time a lot of people say, I'm overthinking. Why? Because I'm thinker. So my thinker is overthinking. That's why you never overcome nothing. Because you overthink. Stop to think. As more you think, more you're going to act, less you're going to overcome. Let me give you a recipe. Before you think, open your Bible and start to read the instructions. Have you seen that the, the, the acrostic that they said about the Bible? B-I-B-L-E, basic instructions before leave earth. So, that's the basic. So, if you keep thinking and don't go to the basic, so before you leave the earth, you're going somewhere that you don't want because you didn't follow the instruction. So, it's a basic thing. You make the Bible difficult. God knew that we are not smart enough. That's why he wrote the Bible. It's simple. Receive Jesus, you go to the heaven. Don't receive Jesus, you go to the hell. You, you need more? That is easy. And uh, we lose people and we miss people in, in our lives. But uh, it's your mindset. How you have your mind when somebody dies. For us as a Christian, they are sleeping. Amen. But... Uh, and then I read something, and then I, I'm telling my wife now. I say, when we die, when I die, I just change the address. You just, when you're going to write the letter, you write to the new address. So that's how we, we don't, don't overthink. And don't go back to your old life. Your old you is uglier than your new woo. Default setting. Uh, that's number two. I have just three. Say praise the Lord. Number two. Your net will determine your catch. The first time the disciples have the, the net all broke. But this time the net didn't break. Probably, it doesn't show there, but probably they learned something to make strong net. But what is your net? The net is your faith. You need something in order to catch something. We have a lot of fishermen here, Brother Cody, and uh, everybody likes to fish. I like to eat them, but I don't like to fish. If I fish, if I touch the fish, my wife doesn't kiss me because I touch the fish, and I smell like a fish. So... If I eat fish and I get my, my peppermint for me to have my kiss. So, have a lot of fishers, man. But uh, 
You need something to get something. Don't go just with your fish line and throw there. You're probably going to catch something. But you need something to get something. You need faith to move the mountains. You need holiness to see God. You need to confess Jesus to be saved. You need to pray God for his will to be done. Faith is an act. Worship is an act. Praise is an act. The word of God is an act. You need faith to please God. And Chris remind me what we always, always when I preach, I say this, I like that. And a lot of people he see us the way that we praise. When I start to think, hit that bongos there in a... And I start to dance, I stop to play, and I go back, oh, I have to play, come back to play. But uh, it, your praise, it, it is a, always, I said, it's a mathematical equation. Your praise is direct proportional to the magnitude of hell God took you out of. So in other words, if you don't know this, this uh, equation... If God took you from a little hell, yes, you give a little praise. But if he took you from the big old hell, big old problem, if he saves you, if he delivers you, if he turns you around and sets your feet on the solid ground, you're going to give the high praise that you can. Because he did something in your life that nobody could do. So that's why we praise like we praise. It's not because that we, 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 we are black, the black like to jam, you are white, you like just to, to hear. It's, it's not about that. It's about the praise that we have. So do you see us, the, 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 the black, we dance, we show, we talk with the hands, but the, the white people, they just... Yeah. Yeah. They, they feel like give like this, but they look besides, see who is looking at, they just give like that. So, give the praise that the God deserves. And I'm trying to make my, my son have some move. He still have that American move. like. He just, but I said, no, shake your, your thing. So, that's why we praise like we praise. But thank be to God because he gave us a victory through Jesus Christ. That's the way. And again, the same spirit that rose Jesus from the death is inside of you. He gives it. Do not. I'm going to the number three. I'm finished right now. Praise the Lord. Do not grant everybody to access your net. And John 21, 8 said, The others stay with the boat and help them to pull to load the net. The God kingdom doesn't work without partnership. For you to have a success, you have to have partner. But don't grant everyone to be a partner on your life. Don't grant everyone to be part of your prayer. To the God, God spent the kingdom need the partners. That's why Jesus sent two by two. Eh, for you, you have to have a people who pull you, push you to the great. You have people that are 
to for you fulfill your life, fulfill what God has been calling to you. You have you need somebody. You have to find you who pulls you when you want to stay. A lot of people want to stay in the same place that they are right now. You have somebody to push you. Don't tell your wife because she's going to push and kick you. But you need somebody. You, you, when you go to the gym, you need somebody. My partner left me almost four months. I don't have a partner on the gym. After he, he, he got his first surgery... And he left me after. And then for the first surgery, he was doing good. Because when he started to get on the boots, he was going we do was just doing upper body. But he was there. But the second surgery, that killed me. Because my partner didn't want to come back. And I said, what's your next step? You're going to come back? Yes, but before that, I need a vacation. He said, bloop. So when he come back, he's going to be tired of vacation. Going to be three more months or without partner on the sh- on the gym. So you need a partner. You f- need to find somebody like Silas and, and Paul when he was there in the shackles on his feet. They were singing. You need somebody like that. You need somebody like Elijah and Elijah that are going to walk with you without to be jealous about your mantle. You need to find somebody like David and Jonathan. They're in the midst of trouble. They still love each other. When the enemy was trying to kill them. So do not grant access to your prayers. To your destiny. Some people can handle the broken you. But they cannot be handled the blessed of you. And some people can handle like when the, your fish is, the, the net is full of fish. But some people, they don't, cannot handle that. So you need to set up a mindset on your friendship, your partner. But don't be alone. I like to be alone. A lot of people say, it's better be alone than what? With somebody who doesn't do nothing. So don't be alone. God is one that you have a partnership. The same disciples... That was there in the first time was the same disciples who came back. The same disciple. So they was look like they was partner. They they have good partnership. So it is time for you to pull your blessings, what is coming right now. But this time the net's not gonna break. Leave the broke net behind, and this time the blessings that God have for you. This time the net's not going to break. If you have today feeling like you're stuck in somewhere in your life, there is no one fault than your fault. Because you don't want to step forward what God has for you. You want to just stay where you are. So if every time that you tire to give another try, so that's what the enemy is going to let you be. In the same position that you at. So, I don't know about you. But uh, I have been declaring every single day. And, and I tell you all the time this. I declare every single day when I look at the mirror. Say, you look better than ever. I, 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 I tell this that. In the morning, I, 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 I have been telling you this. I look at the, at the spirit and on and, and the mirror. Say, man. And then I live there. I say, that's what I saw? And yes. You, man, you, 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 you're awesome. You're the man of God. 
you're more than conqueror. You can walk in victory. You know why? Because if nobody tell me, if my, my wife don't tell me that I'm handsome, I already told myself. I am not going to be crying because nobody told me because I already heard. You got to hear your voice. So now, if you say, well, I'm tired. Have you see people that went and say, hey, how are you? Say, I'm okay. I leave that, that right now. So, uh, one, one time, this guy, he lost his job. It was about almost five weeks that he didn't have a job. His friend in Wascar, hey, man, how are you? You're doing good? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing fine. And then he hung it up. And then another day, that he did that with almost 30 days. Hey, man, how are you? Good morning. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. And then he, he keep calling his friend. He keep calling his friend. Hey, man, how are you? You have a blast day today. How are you? Yeah, I'm okay. And he hung up. And then the next time he called, he said, hey, man, how are you? He said, oh, I'm okay. He said, see, you, your problem is you have a bad attitude with yourself. And hung it up. And then the next time, he said, hey, man, how are you? He said, hey, man, I'm doing great. What about yourself? So it's the way that we respond to your life. It's not the events that happen with you. It's the way that you respond to your, your situation. And I, I remember somebody told me that in Jamaica, they don't have problems. They always have situation. They come and say, man, I, I got this situation. So they don't say I have problem. Oh, man. It, uh, have you talked with people say, oh, man, uh, this my uh, my sickness, this my migraine. No, it's not yours. As you keep telling that it's yours, you're going to keep it. So that's not my migraine, that's not my sick, that's not my cancer. This is out of me. This don't belong to me. I'm going to walk without this, without migraine, without cancer, because that's not mine. Oh man, this is my hips, it is in pain. No, that's not your hip pain. When you was born, you didn't have a pain on your hips. Why you have now? Well, because we care our pain. So leave it there. There's nothing back there. It is everything is new in Christ. And when you look up your husband, just look at, oh, praise the Lord, he's new in Christ because, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's how we respond to life. And how we respond to things that people tell us. And how you respond yourself, your mind. And I talked with somebody this week. He said, oh, I'm overthinking. And then I said, well, you're not overcoming nothing because you're overthinking. And I said, well, this is the way that uh, I am since when I was born and grew up. And, and now I care of this. I said, why you care? Just live right here. And stop to walking. So you carry stuff that you are supposed to live in a cross, but you just like to to care. A lot of people is very strong to care. They angry to care their disease to care what somebody told them. Why you keep being strong like that? Just live on the cross. That's why Jesus died for you and I. And, but 
walk as a victorious. Because that's what God gave to you and I. So we are more than conquer. Praise the Lord. The Bible doesn't say we are conquer. Say that we are more than conquer. But we have to have to know how to walk in victory. If you want to walk in victory, say I. I. See, the, some things is just you. When we married, it's not I anymore. It's we and us. I don't tell her that I made a mistake. I, I, uh, I messed up. I say, we messed up. Why we? Because you. I say, no, after we marry, we one flesh. If I make a mistake, you made a mistake. We're not just one flesh when we say, I do. Now what God put together, the man cannot be apart. So when I make a mistake, he say, I, we make a mistake. And then she tried to remember, say, no, it's you. I say, no, we marry, we one flesh. Remember? Remember? <clears throat> so when you do, you, you do something on the partnership, is we and us. And the team, I, I told you all this before, on the word team doesn't have the letter, the letter I. The team doesn't have a letter I. But on the win, have the letter I. Because we work as a team. So every time you talk with your hu- husband, don't say I. I'm going to give you a tip. Next time you go to the mall and spend on his credit card, don't come and say, look, honey, what I bought. No, say, look, honey, what we bought. He said, what we bought? He said, we are one flesh. So tell, you're going you're gonna to be out of too many problems if you know how to talk, if you know how to act. So in a relationship, this church, when you say, oh, this church, eh, eh, they don't pray enough, they don't sing enough, they, eh, eh, I, I, no. If you hear, if we don't pray enough, we don't pray enough. Not a just one, because we are a team. Oh, oh the, the, this church, the, the, they have a lot of mistakes. Yeah, because you're here. If you want a perfect church, just don't go there. So that's we need to start to, to change. Let's, let's all stand up. Let's, let's worship the Lord. You and I need to change. Look, when the, when the, the disciples, if they just did follow the Jesus' instructions, they, wasn't, they were not going to be confused that Jesus died. Because Jesus told them that he was going to come back. But when he died, <clears throat> they was confused. And when you are confused, when you don't have answers for some things, your tendency is to go back where you was before. But don't go back. Tell the person there beside you, said, don't go back. <clears throat> a lot of people, <clears throat> when they get mad, say, oh, don't let the old me get on me because you're going to have it. No. <clears throat> you got to say, let the new me get out of me. You're going to have the blessings. You're going to have 
the wonderful words. You're going to have, it is impossible when you are in an argument. You just stay and say, hey, wait a little bit. I'll, I'll be back. And go back and pray and come back. It's, a, it's impossible when you're in an argument with somebody. But can you imagine if you do this as your wife is screaming and shouting with you? You say, uh, honey, wait a little bit. I'll be back. Why are you going to let me talk to me by myself? And you're there praying. And then when you come back, you come back with the right answer. Can we imagine if we could do this? But when you're hot, you want to say what you have to say? And then I know that all you have to say is not nice. But as more you read the word of God, more things are going to come out of your, your mouth. While our mouth says what our heart is full of it. So what your heart is full of. Doesn't need to know when you get on the job site, you see people talking. Doesn't need to, 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 to know and be psychologist to see what is in their heart. Because we know. So the, the, the Facebook, the media, doesn't have to know what the people have in their heart. Because you just read their post. It is easy. Doesn't have to be psychologist just to look at your eyes. What the Bible said. That the happy heart makes the what? Cheerful face. The, the doesn't need to know. The, you don't have to tell us when you're sad or when you're mad. Because your face shows. Hey, brother, how are you? Oh, I'm okay. Hey, sister, how are you? Uh, all right. No, we know that it's not all right. We know that it's not okay. Something's going on in your heart. Is this the battle that we need to... The, the battle's already won on the cross. We are losing the battle because we're not following this instruction. But this morning, leave this place with not as a message, but as a tool in your hand. I'd like that if you would like to come here in the front. Let's pray together. Let's remember. When we get together... Is to think that uh, God is scared. They one place, another place, another place. But when we remember things that we have been lost, <clears throat> what we remember, the words that have been said to you when you was you was young. A lot of battles today on the teenagers' mind. They are going, Pastor Elias and Pastor Chris, they work a lot with teenagers, even with my kids. They are in battle right now in their mind. And then we think that it's normal because that's the phase. No, we got to go into and help them and guide them and give them instruction. But this comes from the house. The church doesn't give anything that is not supposed to educate your children. The church is supposed to disciple your children. The things that they have to get in home and bring to the church. But us as a parents, we just live in everything for the church to do it. We don't want to read the Bible with our kids. We don't want to disciple them. 
You know what we do? We try to send them to a Christian school because there they're going to do everything for me. And I'm gonna, when they get home, they have the homework. I don't need to pray. I don't need to teach the Bible. I don't need to disciple them because they already is in a Christian school. That's wrong. We are leave, giving somebody else what we're supposed to do as a parent. Even if they go in a Christian school, your job, my job is to disciple them. A lot of people want to go to the missions, go to another world and preach the gospel. And Jesus said, make disciples, but you got to make disciples first in your house. If you cannot have a followers in your house, how are you going to have a followers in, in the street or in, a, in another country? You got to have some people in the house that look at you and say, man, I want to follow my dad. I want to follow my mom. So if you, are the, if you give this discipleship, you have disciples. I want to be like my dad. Nah, I don't want to be my, like my dad. Praise the Lord. When God saved me, before my dad passed away, he, he accepted Jesus there 30 minutes before he passed away. 29 years I had. 28, 28, 24. And I heard for the first time, Marcelo, I love you. I said, what? And he couldn't speak. Said, I love you. I said, but why you you telling me that? I never heard from you. He couldn't he could answer me that question. But I knew that all his friends was telling me, Marcel, you're dead, man. He, he's your fan. When you're playing, he has the radio. There, say, this is my son. He's getting it. He was telling everybody that, that how good I was. But he never told me, the one that should hear from him. So, praise the Lord. After I met my wife, I had my father-in-law for a few, few years before he passed away. But my father-in-law, God used him To tell me that how he was loving me. And I got close to my father-in-law. He all the time was putting his hand on my shoulder. So, son, I love you. All the time was bring back. Say, man, now I have a daddy. I have a father. God was providing somebody. Provide some ways for me to hear I love. So that's today. I tell them all the time. Every five minutes I love you. I text them. I love you. I get there and I love you. And I do this every moment. If you have a parents there when they never told you nothing. So today you have your husband. Husband, understand and read the needs of your wife. Wife, understand and read the needs of your husband. We need to see, we need to have in our heart how we read things. Oh, the woman have the sixth sense that I can read when he's doing wrong. I can read when he's on Facebook. No. Read his needs. And supply there. That's why God put you in his life. Oh God, I, I, I give up. No. He put you there with a reason. So, know your husband. Know your wife. Know your kids. And try to read what they need in words. In hugs. In gifts. Try to read them. A lot of people here didn't have a family that was Christian family when you was raised. But church, I, all the time I say, when you pass close to the teenagers, say, hey, I love you. 
Because probably they don't hear from the parents, but they're going to hear from the church focus. So please, say I love for somebody else. Let's, let's sing, let's pray. Jealous for me. Hallelujah. Love like a hurricane. He loves you. I am tree. This morning he wanna express the love that he has for you. But you gotta have a you have to be open to receive. No love is sudden. Don't go, don't go back. Don't go back on your old life. You're a new creation. And I Right now, if you feel like nobody loves you, Jesus loves you. Our Father loves us.
You can you 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 have time right now. Give to Jesus all your steps. Give to Jesus. He he will ordain your steps. Give to him your life. If you never pray like that, just repeat with me, dear Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying for me on the cross. I know I'm a sinner. And I need to repent. I want to give my life right now. To you Lord. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Be my guider. My master. I want to walk with you. I want to talk with you. In Jesus name write my name on the book of life. Lord and help me. to understand and accept your love. Thank you. Thank you in Jesus name. Amen. You just may sit for just a few minutes. Keep keep your mind in your worship. Keep your heart in the worship. You are precious. Doesn't have nobody. We are the only God's creation that can make choices. The events that happen in your life is your choice how you're going to respond. And today you have a choice how you're going to respond some things in your life. How you're going to correct some things in your life. What do you want for your life? <clears throat> so make this choice this week to spend the time with God. Make the choice how you're going to answer when somebody treat you the way that wasn't supposed to treat. You're going to answer with the character of Jesus Christ. Not when he broke everything on the temple. but in love when he gave his life on the cross for you. And we're going to be back next week. Next week is the Memorial Day service. So come be prepared to honor all who serve